Let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this time. Thank you for allowing us to be here in church today on a Sunday that we've chosen to get up today and even brave the weather outside to come here and to be with our fellow believers, to be in your presence, to worship you and to hear your word. We thank you that whatever we are expecting, you will exceed every expectation, Lord God. And again, I pray for safety over our people here and those who are at home and keep them safe, Lord, wherever they are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. All right, so we are continuing our series on the L-I-F-E of Unly Life. Amen, if you guys have been here. So we talked about uh, let us do life together. In, we believe here in church that we are not called to do life alone. Amen. Amen. That God has called us not only to revelation, but he has called us also into godly relationships. Amen. And then last week, if you guys were here last week, we talked about our, our mandate, our calling to be an influence in society. Amen. 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 And God, you know, I went to Genesis. How many of you know if you want to look for the beginning or the root or the, or the reason why you do, it's very good to go to the start. Amen. So in your Bible, the book of Genesis is the book of beginnings. It's the book of, of beginnings. It's the book of starts. It's the book of foundations. So today I'll be talking more on these biblical foundations. Amen. That we can get. All right. Uh, so today we are in the letter F and I want to talk about Faithful stewards. Amen? Faithful stewards. And you may be wondering, if you've been coming to church for quite some time, Oh, Pastor, hindi ba nung last May, yung buong month of May, we talked about being stewards, being faithful stewards. Tama. That's correct. So sabi ko, Lord, you know, I'm going to share, you know, we did a whole month, and it's just how many months ago? Three, three months ago. So it's still fresh in everybody's mind about, you know, what, what has God called us to be faithful to? But, you know, I thank God that He's a good God and He's a faithful God. And that if you ask, He will answer and He will show you things. Amen? Amen. And so today, I am not, this is not an exegesis work. What's anong, Pastor, ang lalim naman ng salita na yan. Nakaka-nosebleed naman. Ano yung mga exegesis? Anong exegesis na yan? Let's just talk about Jesus. Huwag nang exegesis, no? Let's just talk about Jesus. Amen? No, an exegesis is basically a a study into the Word, a word study. This is not a word study that I'm going to do today, but I think it's more of an inspiration. Amen? As I was reading the Word, I believe that, you know, the the Lord has inspired me through His Holy Spirit, and I pray that you would be inspired as well. Amen? Amen? Are you there? So to begin, you know, to begin this talk on faithful steward, uh, the the word steward comes from the Greek word epitropos. In case some of you are, ito yung exegesis. Ito yung sinibig ng exegesis. Yung mag-aaral ka ng original word. The Greek word epitropos. E-P-I-T-R-O-P-O-S. Which is to be responsible in the management of something entrusted to you. So to be a steward, it's to be responsible. Anybody who's responsible here, Oh, praise God. Tatlong kamay tumaas. <laughs> I remember growing up, sinasabi ng, ng, ng magulang ko sa akin, napaka-irresponsable mo, anak. Sabi ko, Lord, help me. And then minsan, at home, pag hindi ko naayos sa tamang ayos, ang mga bagay na kailangan maayos, 
according to her will. Not my will, but her will. I love you, boy. I miss you. We're come back na. <laughs> but, you know, sasabihin ng asawa ko, hindi yan yung tamang ayos. Please, kung gagkukuha ka ng gabit, be responsible in putting it back the right way, in the way you got it. Narinig niyo ba yan, mga asawa dito? Yes. Amen! <laughs> so may nakaka-relate naman dyan. Nakatiklop naman po eh. Pero hindi yan yung tiklop na kanina eh. Paano po yung tiklop na kanina? Help, Lord. You figure it out. Ikaw kumuha. Jesus, I'm living for you. You have it all. Kunin mo na ako, Lord. Jesus. No, amen. Thank God for people who are responsible. Oh, mga lalaki, dapat mag-email kayo naman lakas. Take bad for wives that are responsible. Amen? Amen. Uy, si Victor may asawa na. Grabe itong si Victor, ha? Amen? You know, it's so good. It's good to be responsible. Especially for things that are not yours. See, a steward is being responsible for something that was entrusted to you. And the word entrusted, the root word of that is trust. It's good to know that somebody trusts you, hindi ba po? Amen? It's good to have that feeling. It's good that somebody can trust you. Amen? Amen? I know the word. Hindi ka masabi, Lord, bakit ganun? Makapak, maka... Sige, tama na, let's move on. Move on na tayo dyan. Sa mga iba sa inyo dito, kailangan mag-move on. I pray today na makaka-move on na kayo. Amen? Alright, Jesus, help me makapagtiwalaan. Yan, yan. Sige. So, there's, it's good to know that people can trust you. Now, when God, it's, it's even better to know that God can trust you. It's good when people can trust you, but it's even better to know that God can trust you. Amen? And so, when God has called us to be good stewards of what He has, what He owns, it is a great responsibility on our part and but the great thing about this is God is not just God calls you, not that not just God trusts you, but God also enables you. Then this is where the grace of God comes in. Because when we look at the things that God entrusts to us, we think it's so big, it's so huge, hindi ko kaya. And that's why the grace of God is available in our life to help us, to equip us to be able to be faithful stewards. Amen responsible stewards. A good steward comes when you know that something is given to you and you are faithful with it. Amen? A good steward knows. You know. That's the beginning. The beginning is always knowledge. You know that something is entrusted to you and you are responsible and faithful. 1 Corinthians 4.2 declares this. Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. So, kumbaga, kung nag, you're applying for a job and then you have to give your CV, you have to give your resume, there, is a, there are certain requirements that the job that you are applying for has. You're going to apply as a teacher. You have to have an education background. You have to have graduated. You need to be a board passer. Some teachers, they need to have a master's degree at this point. Amen? 
There are certain requirements. But I love the fact that when God calls us to be stewards, the only requirement is not a physical requirement, is not an emotional requirement. It is basically a choice. And the choice is, I choose to be faithful. Listen, I have done many weddings in my life. I really can't count. And in the wedding ceremony, there is a part where you put a ring. Tama po ba? Now, many people who are married for a long time, minsan nagpapanik sila pag nawala yung singsing. Hindi ba po? Nako, nawala yung singsing. Paano to? Hindi ko nung pakita yung sa asawa ko. How can I show my face? I want to encourage you with something. I've always shared this in the wedding. The ring is symbolic of faithfulness. Why? It's never-ending. It's a circle. It never ends, just like our faithfulness should be never-ending. Tama po ba? And it's precious. Mahal yung sing-sing. Tama po ba? Yung mga lalaki dyan, mahal yung sing-sing, di ba? Especially kung every year humihingi ng bagong sing-sing. This time, may one carrot na kakats, two carrots, ang daming naman karot. Pwede ba? Karot? Ah, karat, hindi karot. Okay. But I always say this in the wedding. This ring that I will remove from my finger, this has no power. Because many men and women have treated on their spouses even while wearing this ring. The power to be faithful is because the God that we serve, that we love, is faithful to us. Amen? And it is from His faithfulness that we too can be faithful as well. So He is our perfect example. And I believe God is faithful sa buhay natin. Amen? Kaya huwag kayo matakot manalangin. And don't be afraid to trust your life to God. Why? Because God is faithful. You know, Hebrews says, He who promised is faithful. Amen? So, I want to talk a little bit about stewardship and faithful stewardship. And I want to do it in, in, from the book of Genesis in the story of creation. Okay lang ba? Because I'm taking it from Genesis 1.28. So, let's look at Genesis 1.28. So, after everything that God created, this is the sixth day, after everything that God has created, the Bible says God bless them. Now, at this point, God had only created Adam. Tama po ba? If we, get the, if we get the creation story, if you look at it as literally as it is translated, it looks like God only created Adam at this point. But how many of you know this was not written on the same time? Meaning when God created, this scripture was not written. There was not somebody there writing what happened. So the writer of this, which again we see, it is an, as we believe, Israel is an oral tradition first. So it was Quinento, Muna, and then eventually it became a written tradition. So the Bible was first communicated orally, and then it was big, became written. So what happened was, the one who was writing this knew, because many people will preach this verse, and they will say, when God created Adam, 
Hindi lang siya isang tao. Actually, madaming tao na sa kay Adam. So you're thinking, that's so weird. How, paano nangyari yan? But the one who wrote this was already looking at the story of creation as God revealed to Moses in, the Mount, in Mount Sinai. And therefore, this may not actually be an actual account na and God spoke to Adam and everybody that was with Adam at the same time. No, because Adam's name means humanity. The word Adam means humanity. So in this part, when it goes to the plural form, there were not many people there. It was still Adam. It was Adam alone. Naintindihan niyo po. But how many of you know God knows the end from the beginning? So already God knew that there was going to be more that would come from Adam. So the blessing was not just to the one, the blessing was to the seed that were to follow. That's why you have to understand that when God blesses you, He doesn't just bless you. He blesses your children and your children's children. Pastor, I'm not even married. Guess what? One day you may be married. And God knows that. Amen? And that your wife will be blessed because of your obedience. And your children or your, or your husband will be blessed because of your obedience. And your children will be blessed because of your obedience. And your children's children will be blessed. And generations will be blessed because you have obeyed God. Amen? So don't discount your obedience to just affecting you. No, your obedience affects generations. You can write that down if you're taking down notes. Your obedience to God affects generations. So it says here, God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion. See, this is the part that I want you to, fo I want to focus on. Before God made them have responsibility, before God made them have uh, stewardship, God first blessed them. Amen? And that's why it's so important to know that before God asks you to do something, He already blesses you first so that you have the ability to do it. Are you hearing me? So God blessed humanity, Adam, Eve, and every seed that would follow from here. And their responsibility was over all creation. Because what's going to happen here is we're going to take a look back at everything that was created and see what is it that we are responsible for. Are you ready? Are you still there? Amen? So let's start. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. We know the earth was, vo it was dark. There was darkness. There was no life. There was chaos. And God spoke in Genesis 1, 3, and 4. Said, then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. See, the first thing that God created, His first creation, was light. And when I look at what is, what is it that maybe, again, this is not a word study of what does the word, what does light mean in this original context. I'm looking at it as what maybe is this symbolic for you and me today. Do you hear me? So what is light? What is the symbolism of light to a new covenant, New Testament believer? Of course, we look at the book of John. In John chapter 1, verse 1 to 5, John says, In the beginning, again, going back to creation, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word 
was God. Who was he referring to? Jesus. Very good. Verse 2. He was in the beginning with God. Verse 3. And all things were made through him, for without him nothing was made that was made. Verse 4. In Jesus, or in the word, was life, and the life was the light of men. Verse 5, this is where I want to go to. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. In Genesis, we said the light came, and it separated darkness from light. And in this verse, it says the light came, and the light the darkness could not have fellowship or could not understand. So there was a separation. So in a, as a new covenant believer, when you hear the word light, it is also a picture of the word. Do you hear me? So therefore, brothers and sisters in Christ, if we look at order, how things are in order, how God started with this, the most important thing that you should be responsible or be faithful with is the Word of God. See, I grew up thinking that I am not qualified to read the Word, much more interpret the Word. I came with the thinking that there are only certain men and women that have, actually men, in where I grew up, there are only certain men that had the ability to interpret the word, that the word was holy and only men, certain men, if they have gone through certain things, only they have the ability to interpret the word. That the word for me was on a book that was in the sala, open to a certain scripture, which was Psalm 23, usually, and it would be there the whole year on that same page. And you are not allowed to write, nor crumple, nor do anything to the Word of God. It is that precious. Now, I want you to know that the Word of God is precious. The Word of God is holy. Amen. The Word of God is powerful. Amen. But the Word of God was given for our benefit. And the Word of God was given for all. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whomsoever shall believe in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. The Word was given to whomsoever believes. Do we have any believers here today? Thank you for the five hands that raised up. Again, I would like to ask, do we have any believers here today? Can I see your hand? Since you are a believer, the Bible says that you are, you are born again, you have the Spirit of God living inside of you. It is that spirit that lives inside of you that gives you the ability to not just read the word, but to understand the word and to use the word in your life. Amen? The first thing, church, as a believer that we should be faithful is what are you doing with the word of God? Basically, the question is that, that God will ask every person one day, because everybody will stand before God, believer or unbeliever. The first question that God will ask, I believe, is, what did you do with my son? What did you do with Jesus? What did you do with the word? Have you received the word, Jesus, in your life? That is the first step. Amen? And I'm thankful that you guys here today, you have received the word or Jesus in your life. Amen? 
If you haven't, then I pray that today we will give you that opportunity to receive Him in your life. Amen? But not only do we receive Jesus, but God has given us His written Word. Why? Because the Word of God, we live in a world, again, because we live in a world that is dark, and the Word of God brings light. Amen? Psalm 119 verse 130 said, The entrance of your Word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Amen? Same same thing, Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word shows you where you are and the word shows you where you're going. See, what the word does when it brings light in the midst of darkness, it gives you understanding. It gives you wisdom. What is wisdom? It is the ability to navigate life. Kung paano ka mamuhay? How do you live your life? You, many people can teach you from their wisdom, from their steps. But let me tell you, if you want to live life accurately, you need the Word in your life. You need to be responsible to read your Bible. When you were young, sinusubuan ka pa. People would, your parents would feed you, right? Come on. Maybe some of you, your parents are still feeding you until now. I pray not, especially if you're grown up. When you were younger, you needed to be fed. But now that you are older, you have the ability to feed yourself. Yes. And when you're now able to provide, you now need to not only just eat the food, but now you have to think, where do I get the money to buy the food? You know, some of you are still in the process of, I like eating food. But you're not thinking about putting the food, how the food got there in the first place. Are you here? Many people, we've come to the place that we have to think about how we're going to eat. Where are we going to get the provision to eat our next meal? It's, it's fun when you're just eating. You come down, where's my breakfast? You know, like when Judah wakes up in the morning. You know, he's in school sometimes online. And sometimes he'll look at me and he'll go, Judah, what's that? I'm hungry. Okay, there's food downstairs. If his mom was the one he did that to, his mom will say, you don't get the food, you don't eat, you grow hungry, you starve, you die. <laughs> but me, okay, Judah, let's go. And the mom is like, you are not being responsible as a parent. Take my life, let it be a You know, feeding before, mommy, daddy, I'm hungry. But now when you become a mommy and daddy, you hear your kids saying, mommy, daddy, hungry. And I'm like, Lord, gutom na siya. Na naman. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. Amen? God is faithful. And that is why I believe that when you study your word, when you study the Bible, 
it gives you understanding. It gives you direction. It helps you live your life. Amen? Second day. Again, first thing we need to be responsible for is the Word of God. Second day. Then God, Genesis 1, 6, Then God said, Let there be a firmament, firmament, in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Huh? Then God said, Let the firmament, God made the ferment and divided the waters which were under from the waters which were above. And God called the firmament heaven, which divided the heavens from the earth. And then on the next day, it said that he did the same thing, dividing the waters below from the land. So what do I see here? I see here that the word that the thing the second thing that God did was that he made division. He made a division. The first division was, let's separate the heavens and the earth. See, when the Word of God comes to your life, look what Hebrews 4.12 says. For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the division of the soul and the of the joints and the marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the, are you there? Of the what? Thoughts and intents of the? So what's it saying here? Is the Word of God, it is only the Word of God that can divide or make you see if a thing is spiritual or if it's natural. See, that's why we need to be responsible with the Word. Because now that we have the Word, it lets us know what's of God and what's not of God. And we need to be responsible with that. Amen? Are you here? The Word of God helps us to be responsible or faithful with things of God and things that are not of God. Amen? There are many things that you have in life. But if you have the Word in you, the Spirit of God in you, you will have the ability to know what's not good and bad, but what's God and what's good. See, it's easy to know the difference between good and bad. Tama? But what about between God and good? Akala ko God is good all the time. Yes, He is. But not all good is God. Do you hear me? Are you confused now? God is good all the time. But not every good thing in life is God. Diba? Like, how do you know it's good to live in the Philippines? Kawawa naman. How many of you it's good to live also abroad? Diba? So how do you know which is good, which is God. How do you know? They're both good naman eh. But how do you know which is good and which is God? And that's where you need the Word and the Spirit of God. Not because it looks good to the eyes, it's pleasing to the body, and it makes one wise. That's the fruit. That's the deception. Many times it just looks good, but it's a deception. See, you have to, the Word of God gives us revelation of His plans for your life. 
kung ano yung para sa yo, what's for you and what's maybe for somebody else. That's why stop comparing to the person beside you. Because maybe that's not for you. Maybe that's for them. But God does something for you. And we need to be responsible with the things that God has given us. Not just wanting everything good. Because if you want everything good, you're going to, how can you have two things that cannot coexist together? Like living here and living abroad. You just can't. Oh, I love 50% here, 50% there. Where's your commitment? I'm 50% committed. What about being 100% committed? Hello, are you there, church? Maybe I'm making Maybe I'm hitting somebody. If you're getting hit by this, praise be to God. That means my message is right today. Listen, when God divided, He put things in order. He put spheres. Everybody say spheres. Now look what the Bible says about spheres. Second Corinthians 10:13 says, Paul is speaking, We, however, will not boast beyond our measure, but within the limits of the sphere which God appointed to us, a sphere which includes you. You see, God will give you a sphere. He will set boundaries. Maybe some of you want to evangelize the whole world. Praise be to God for that. But you will have a sphere in which you can evangelize in. And maybe that sphere will begin with your family. And as you are faithful with little, God will make you ruler over much. He will increase your spheres. But if you're wanting to go outside your sphere, but yet you're not faithful with the sphere that He has given you, you're going outside God's will. Amen? Be faithful with the sphere He has given you. And when you are faithful with that, let me tell you, as he told, he told Abraham, extend your post, you will begin to increase as well. Amen? We need to be faithful with the sphere of influence God has entrusted to us. Amen? Are you there? On the third day, God also, what did he do? Genesis 1.11, then God said that the earth bring forth grass and the herb that yields seed and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. On the third day, what did God give man as well? He gave them resources. He gave us resources. Why? Because in order to fulfill the influence, in order to fulfill the Word of God, how many of you know, kailangan nyo ng resources? Amen? So what are resources? Imagine when you think resource is money. Now, how many of you know money is one resource? Yes? But another resource can be your time. Are you responsible? Are you faithful with the time God has given you? Because right now, the most expensive commodity is time. Because you never know when your time will end. You see, your bank account, you will know when you run out of money. But you don't know when you're going to run out of time. It's so quiet in this Cinema 7. We have a limited time here on earth. We don't know how long it's going to be. Let's not waste it. Let's not say, ah, saka, I'll do that another time. That can wait for tomorrow. We don't know even if tomorrow will come. 
my only assurance is that I am in the will of God. And so if I feel I'm not yet done, then Lord, you're not yet done with me, so you're going to keep me alive. Amen? Amen? I think that is the assurance that we can have, that Lord, I know your will, I know your plan for my life, and I'm, I know I'm doing it, and I know it's not yet done, so I'm still going to be here. I don't plan to go anywhere anytime soon. Amen? Well, when you feel if you are a person without purpose, if you feel you don't have a plan, you don't even know why you're here on earth, then it's very scary. I used to be that way. When I was young, I would cry myself to sleep every night because I didn't know why I was here. Why am I, what am I doing here? And every night I would cry. And my brother, who was three years older than me, would come home and he would say, Etz, hmm, parang si Judah lang, no? Hmm. Are you crying? No. Why are you crying? I'm not crying. Stop crying. There's nothing to cry about. I'm not crying. Stop. Stop saying I'm crying. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. And I know you're laughing, but I wasn't laughing then. I was crying. Because I was so afraid. But what if I didn't wake up? What if I just didn't wake up? What's going to happen? Would I forget everybody? Is this it? I mean, is there, is there anything out there? And if you don't have Jesus in your life, that's what you face. Nothing. There is no hope. There is nothing. But I praise be to God that I have Christ in me. Amen? And yesterday was my mom's birthday. And my hope is I will see her one day in heaven. Not anytime soon, Lord. Matagal pa ako dito. I want to see my son get married. I want to see my grandchild, children. Depende kay Judah, kung ilan gusto niya. Amen? I want to see your lives. Take God, God would take you where God wants you to be. I'm not done. Amen? So while I'm not done, I'm going to be faithful with the influence that God has given me. And we need to be faithful too. Amen? Not just treasure. It's your time and it's also your talent. What gifts have God given you? Are you going to use it for His glory? Or are you going to use it for your money? We can either use our talents to gain money or we can use talents for His glory. It's up to you. It's your choice. But di ba kailangan natin ng pera? Don't worry. Seek Him's kingdom, His glory, and all things shall be added unto you. He'll take care of it. Come on, if you're going to give praise to God, give praise to God. Fourth day, we're almost done. Genesis 1.14, Let there be lights in the heavens and divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons. Ano to? God created the stars. And maybe somebody are wondering, what are the stars there for? I like what it says. Let them be there for signs and seasons. And how many of you know throughout history, when people wanted to know about their destiny, you know where they look to? Look to the stars. See how they shine for you. People would look to the stars. What is horoscope? Come on. You want to know your future? You want to know what your today is? The stars. It is written in the stars. Tadhana. Destiny. 
This is the world's way of looking at things. They have taken what, how God had planned it, and they have corrupted it and counterfeited it to bring fear and insecurity and uncertainty. Amen? We are not called to look to the stars for the stars to tell us our future. We are to look to the, have our Heavenly Father. Amen? But yet, I want, you to, I want to see this story. Genesis 15. Then God brought Abraham outside. And this is the time Abraham told God, I have no heir, so I'm going to make this person my heir. I'm going to make a lot my heir. And God said, no, no, go out of your tent. Get out of your, your boundaries. Get out of your limitations. And he said, now look towards the heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. You know what God showed him? His destiny. His calling. His purpose. So therefore, when God creates that, what are we to be responsible for? We are responsible to fulfill our destiny, destiny our calling, and our purpose. Amen? We have a specific purpose in God. Each one of you were created with a purpose. Do you hear me? And we are to be responsible with that calling. We cannot pass that calling to somebody else. That calling is for you. Amen? On the fifth day, God created the animals. All right? We're on the fifth day now. God created the animals to fill the earth. And this was ultimately Adam and Eve's initial calling. Remember when God said, have dominion over what? The fish in the sea, the birds in the air, and the, the, the animals in the land. That was initially their calling. But yet, we see here a general calling, but they had a specific calling, which was to tend and keep the garden. And we are to be responsible for fulfilling that calling. What calling? You have a specific calling. And only God knows your calling, guys. I cannot tell you. I cannot look at you. didn't come to me today. Pastor, can I make an appointment? Okay. Pastor, can, can you tell me what's my purpose in life? Can you tell me what's my calling? I will say, <laughs> I don't know, Po. But I can guide, I can point you in a direction. And you know what direction is? Seek God. <laughs> Because he's the only one who knows. But there is a general calling that we all have. What is that? We're all called to love one another. We're all called to forgive. Mina ng amen ng forgive. Yung love malakas, yung forgive. We're all called to forgive. We're all called to sow. We're all called to reap. They, we have, as, as human beings, as children of God, we all have a general calling. We are all called to preach the gospel. It's, all, it's, it's part of our calling. Amen? It, 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 it's why we are created. All of us are called to share Jesus. We talked about what the gospel was. Basically, share Jesus. Who is Jesus to you? That's part of our calling, every one of us. But yet, we have a specific calling. And the more you seek God, the more He will show you why you are here on earth. 
I struggled with that calling for many years. I would cry myself to sleep. But when I found Jesus, or I'm sorry, he found me, God wasn't lost. I was the one who was lost. But when he found me and I responded to that call, he gave me hope. He gave me life. And he gave me a purpose and a destiny. He gave me a reason to live. If you are anxious here today, I want to tell you that if you surrender your life to him and you would trust him and you would open your heart to hear what he has for you, I tell you he will remove every fear, every anxiety, every depression that you are feeling, and he will replace it with life, with hope, and with purpose. You see, when I found my purpose, I wasn't afraid to sleep at night. Why? Because I knew that I have something to get up to the next day. Because I'm not yet done, so I'm going to get up the next day. And you know, I'm not afraid to die. Just not now, but I'm not afraid to die. Amen? Why? Because death is not the end. And for me, I believe that the time comes when I'm 90 years old and the Lord would finally take me to be with I have to be 90 because if I'm going to see my grandchild, I have to reach 90. That's what you get for marrying at 37 and having a child at 39. It's your fault. Anyway, but when I reach that age and the Lord would take me, it's okay because I know I'm done. I know I'm done. And I know sabay kami ni Mara. May usapan na kami. When I'm done, we're, that's it. And I'm, and I'm going to go to heaven. And the Lord's going to be standing there. He's going to say, well done. I pray he would say that. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter in. And my mom and my dad and my mother-in-law and people who have gone ahead, they'll be there. I'm not going to darkness because God is not darkness. I'm going to step into the light. Amen? Pero matagal pa yan. Amen? Two more days. And I don't need to look at my notes for this. On the sixth day, God created man. But he knew from that man that man would not be alone that there was going to be someone that would, he would go through this journey together. Relationships. And I pray there are right, godly relationships. There are wrong relationships. And if you know that relationship is wrong, do not pursue it. Because it will only lead to destruction. But there are godly relationships that will pursue you. See the difference? Ungodly relationships we pursue. Godly relationships pursue us. Amen? And God has surrounded you with the right people. I believe you would just open your eyes and look around. They're ready there. Those of you who are single, I'm going to look up into the clouds here. Those of you who are single, nandyan lang yan. Open your eyes lang. O baka nakita mo na, you've seen them. So you say, Lord, open their eyes so they can see me. 
I'm looking up there, okay? So if you feel that's you, praise be to God. But we need to be responsible. <laughs> Richard, go naman si Jen. Go naman. Kuha na niya, nakuha na niya. We need to be responsible with our relationships. Amen? Finally, seventh day. What did God do? What did God do? Rest. But yet, even in that rest, He said, I will make this day special. To a new covenant believer, what is rest? Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. True rest is coming to Jesus. And that is why we come on a Sunday. Now, this is not the only way we come to Jesus, but it is an expression of us coming together to Him. We don't come for one another. You don't come for me. Do you hear me? You come for Him. Amen? And God is calling us to be responsible to that. That you're not too busy to come on a Sunday. Aray, sakit nun. Sakit nun. I'm looking at the camera. Paano? You're not too busy to come on a Sunday. Amen? Life is not too busy. He has given us enough time. Amen? He said, you know, the Jewish people on, a, on the Sabbath for them is a Saturday. They cannot even press the elevator button. They have an elevator that stops on every floor automatically. So all you do is if you're in a hotel, you get in and every floor you will stop. But you will get to your destination one day. But you don't need to do anything. Just step in and rest. And you will get to your destination. When you get there, make sure you get out. Because if you don't get out, you're stuck inside the elevator the whole day going up and down, up and down. See, if you don't step into God's destiny, you'll be like that. Up and down, up and down. We are to be responsible to prioritize Him. We are responsible to be in rest in Him. Amen? So I hope you got something today. Did you get something? You know, but like I said, it all begins with Jesus. And if you're here today and you have not received Jesus, I want to give you that opportunity. So everybody, please shut your eyes. Nobody looking around, just shut your eyes. You maybe have been coming to church for a long time, but you have never personally, like we sang today, surrendered your life to Jesus. And this is the beginning of your journey, of the hope and the purpose and destiny that is only found in Him. Amen? So with everybody's eyes closed, nobody looking around, if you are here and you want to give your life to Him, please lift your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's pray. But you can put your hands. Let's pray. Would you repeat with me, everyone? Father in heaven, thank you that I was lost. I am lost. But you pursued me. Come on, say it out loud. You pursued me. And today, you found me. 
and I surrender my life to you. Jesus, I love you. Thank you for loving me and giving your life for me. Paying the price, come on, paying the price for my sin. I believe you are the Son of God. You died for me. You buried with my sins. And you rose again to give me new life. I receive this new life today. I receive your love. I receive your grace. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Fill me. Equip me. Bless me to do what you've called me to do. Lord, I belong to you. And you belong to me forever. And my purpose is established in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to this week's Home is Live podcast. Connect with us through Kumu, Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook. Welcome home.